Well, hello and welcome to Life Coach Radio. I am your host, Kathleen Martin, and I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Monica Bennett. How are you tonight, Monica? I am really good. It's really cold up here in the Northeast, in New York area, Long Island, and it's a rainy day, and I'm just staying cozy at home. Yeah, it's a it's a nice time to do that. I know I was uh, I have I of course <clears throat> know exactly what what you're talking about on Long Island because, like I've shared, I lived there. Uh, we were different ends of the island, and um, I was talking to a family member that lives out where I did live, which is out on the east end of Long Island in the Hamptons, and they were saying it was going to be a Memorial Day washout. Yep. Which is kind is. of, you know, that's what they live for. Yeah, that's, I, I know, I know. Here Memorial too. Day to Labor Day. They're and waiting and waiting. Waiting and waiting. The bars are all open. Oh, I mean, we're, we're in a water community and all these bars mm. are just, you know, Memorial Weekend is the big weekend to kick off the summer. And it is a complete washout. So Yep. Yep, oh. I've been through a few of those, and I have family in the restaurant industry. Oh. But I can tell you that, you know what? That doesn't stop people from going out to the bars. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> it does not. Nope. Whatever, whatever the weather, they're going to be there. So... Uh, that's good for them. But yeah, I mean, the beaches, right? You're just waiting to the go to the beaches. beach. The I beaches. mean, last weekend was like 90 degrees. Uh huh. And I this know. morning I woke up and it was 49 degrees. That's a oh, huge difference. Gosh. Oh, That's- yeah. Yeah. It's dropped here too, Monica. I'm in North Carolina. And we did have this week of like it was hitting 90 a few t- days or up in the 80s and then it it just moderates again it happens yep. to be quite lovely it's sunny it's mm. like it we're gonna have a couple of high 60 days coming out Beautiful. so it's not rainy it's not but it can get like uh quite windy like really windy at times so it's it's kind of fun but yeah yeah the weather well you gotta go with that flow <laughs> just gotta go you know? with it yeah. Gotta go with it. It's all good. It is all good. You, you adapt, you know, like it kind of does, like you're, you're expecting summer and it's fall. Yeah. <laughs> you just change course and stay inside and uh, yeah. do yeah, other yeah. things. That's all. Yes, we're very good at it. We're very good at making the, you know, making the best of every situation, which is what we're hoping to get across to everybody who listens to us as life coaches. Hey. You have your skills. Make make the best of it, mm-hmm. and don't allow it to control you. Don't allow it to ruin your weekend. Go out that, and make well, it. You know, that's, that's really. The whole, that's the whole thing. And people get so bummed out. It's like, oh my god, it's raining. Uh-huh. I can do yeah. And you know, the weather it affects a lot of people. That it's uh, the um, sad syndrome, yes. which stands for um, what does it stand for? Uh, seasonal, seasonal affective disorder. disorder. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yes, I know. See, it goes to show you there's proof that we're energy beings and we're affected by energy. Mm. You know, I know people who will get headaches when the pressure is too high. And, you know, mm. we are affected by our environment. But insofar mm. as these kind of things, yeah, mm. go, you know, have a party inside then. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make it special. But our conversation is going to be really, really awesome tonight. It's called um, the uh, 
What, what do we name it, Monica? Oh my gosh, I just blanked the out. The fear fantasies. The, yes, releasing, releasing fear fantasies. Releasing yeah. fear fantasies because really that's what they are. They yeah. are literally a fantasy. The and boogeyman under the bed. Yes, <laughs> yes. I remember that became very clear to me that very, we all had that experience of being paralyzed as a kid mm. because we heard a noise we couldn't tell where it was coming from in the dark as we laid in our bed. And we went into that part of our brain that paralyzes mm. us. We couldn't even move, right? Mm. Because you were sure that there was something under your bed. And that was going to, of course, you probably watched some scary movies. You were <laughs> sure it was going to kill you. <laughs> or, you know, eat you or something. But the... Um, the fact is the same thing is happening to us as adults. We are um, in a fantasy in our own mind, allowing the fear uh, mind to control you and conjure up the scary movie of your life. And it's literally like a fear fantasy. And you need to absolutely get involved with that and, uh, you have to gain control of the way that your mind is literally torturing you and paralyzing you, right? It is. It does. It's, it is torture. And you, and you cannot think um, with a rational mind when you're in that uh, fear state, which is causing so much disruptive energy. I mean, it you... It's not even good for your health because all your blood is going to the extremities because you're in fight or flight. So all your organs have to shut down and go into survival mode. And there's no blood going into those organs to keep you healthy. So you really uh, have to look at what is it that's causing those fear fantasies? What is it? What's, what is the the root of it? And and sometimes I think a lot of the times we, we, we feel that fear, but we don't want to confront it almost. We run away from it. And, and the whole thing for me is confronting it. It's like, come on, invite me, uh, invite me in. What, what am I? There was a saying, fear knocked on the door, faith answered, and no one was there. Yes, I love that. It's so, so true. So you have to open the door. And and say who where is the boogeyman? Is there a boogeyman? Is there is there that boogeyman under the bed? Is there really somebody there? Like a parent, you have to parent yourself and say, "Come on, honey, let's go look. Let's go look under the bed. Let's go see if there's someone really there." And the child was reassured because the parent comforted that child and say see there's no one there and the child felt oh yeah there's no one it's just my imagination i thought somebody there but it's not so we we have to parent ourselves and look under the bed look under the closet and and make sure that there's nobody there but if you push it away that fear is going to continually uh reappear so it's opening the door having the faith right to, to know that uh, it's a fantasy. It's only a fantasy. And what, what is it that I'm fantasizing? Why am I fantasizing? Is it because um, money is short in my bank account and I, I'm afraid I'm going to be destitute? 
it, uh, am I afraid my relationship, my, my husband or wife is going to leave me because things aren't good and we're fighting all the time? What is it? You've got to have that conversation. You've got to look at what it is. Yes. Yes, it's reminding me. I shared this with you uh, just the other day, Monica. Perfect example. A coach that I love to listen to was relating this exact experience, the fear fantasy, of a client of his, and he, she was saying that every time she dr- drives over this bridge, she goes into a state of uh, imagining herself in such a destitute place that she would be living under the bridge, right? And it was really tormenting her life. It, it took away from her center of peace. How can you be happy and relaxed and carefree when you're mind is conjuring up a scenario, a fantasy scenario, convincing you that that's an actual thing that could happen Mm -hmm. to you. And uh, like we have been taught, we share that, look, the way that we are created is that the quality of your thought Mm -hmm. is actually measurable, right? We would get, Mm -hmm. we would, we Mm -hmm. would put it into positive and negative. Right. Well, you know, I have positive thoughts and negative thoughts. Well, you know, first of all, they've proven that you entertain thousands upon thousands of thoughts every day. Most of them are repeats. Most of them are negative about yourself, others in the world. Unbeknownst to you, you would you would you would say, no, that's not true. (laughs) And it's actually really, actually true. You entertain a lot of fear based thinking Mm -hmm. and you make up the worst case scenarios instead of the, the best case scenarios. Generally speaking, and even in the book, Happy for No Reason, uh, and the training I went through with Marcy Shimov, who's the author, and she did a lot of scientific, you know, research. This mm-hmm. is not just pulling stuff out of her own, you know, opinion or what she thinks. It was scientifically based, and uh, they can measure it. They can hook you up, and they can literally gauge the, the kinds of thinking that you have going on, but she says it like this, that you're, you're Velcro for negative and Teflon for positive. <laughs> the positive, if you say, you know, things are going to, you know, things are going so well for me and I just mm-hmm. love my life and, you know, uh, whatever positive thoughts can come up, they are sliding right off. The, mm-hmm. the, a good example is um, you can meet 10 people today and nine people tell you how great you look. And one person says, what's exactly. going on? You don't, look, you don't look so good today. I know. That's the one. Isn't it That's, funny? Oh, yeah. It'll stick there and you'll start to look in the mirror a lot. And then you'll start to judge yourself. And you'll start to think there's something wrong with you. Meanwhile, nine other people said, hey, yeah. looking great today, right? So there you go. Uh, there's a lot of study about this because there's a lot of people trying to help everybody to stop doing this, stop fantasizing, <laughs> you know, being trapped uh, and paralyzed in your life uh, by fantasizing fear. Like, question it, confront it, like you said, Monica, say, stop. Now, what? what? Why did I think that? Ask yourself, why did I think that thought, right? Because generally, you do not question your thoughts. And that's one of the number one coaching, uh, uh, you know, um, experiences 
with both Monica and I is that you have got to get into the habit of questioning your own thoughts. You have yeah. to literally yeah, totally. just, you know, yeah. you got to get in there. Mm-hmm. And most definitely the ones that are scaring the heck out of you mm-hmm. and the ones that are making you feel really bad about mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're not true. Mm-hmm. They're simply not true. And then they've also proven that the majority of these thoughts that are so scary, mm-hmm. the fear-based ones, never come true. That's true. <laughs> you, you could waste your whole life away, yeah. you yeah. know, and it never yeah. came true. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going bankrupt. I'm going to live under the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm never going to meet uh, somebody, and I'm never going to be a success. And it's usually that conversation that's going on inside your head. And... You will feel the effect of it. You won't be clearly hearing those words. You will just be feeling bad. And Mm -hmm. like you mentioned, Monica, or you will get sick. And you don't want to get sick. So Mm -hmm. we're trying to help you out here. Where, you know, that's very, very important. And doctors, you know, are really uh, needing to get up to speed with the effect that thought has on their patients and Mm. sit down with them and tell them what we're telling you, where you need to gain more, you need to be more accountable like our previous show um, about being accountable to the kinds of thoughts that you are entertaining, you know, because it's adding to the stress, it's adding to the cell, not functioning optimally. And, you know, you're certainly not going to heal fast. So, they really need to add that in, right? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's really incredible how, how we, we go down that slippery slope of, I love that, like nine people can tell you, you look fabulous. And that one person I know. can tell you, what's the matter with you? You don't look so good today. And it's like that, it's, it's, but I, I is drawn to that. I, you know, you can look at like 10, the same thing with 10 trees and take, take a personality out of it. But one of them is dying and it's turning brown and you focus on that one. Mm-hmm. What, 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 it, it's something in the brain that where, 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 um, the, I guess it's a default where we, we focus in what's wrong or, or we've been programmed that way, but we, we look at what can go wrong rather than what can go right. And it's, I guess it starts very young. I mean, you turn on the news today and it's so, everything is fear-based because it controls people. You read the newspapers, the the television, everything is so full of fear that why watch that? Why, why? People, people like the uncertainty, like a, a, an amusement ride and they get so, it's, it's fearful. So, in a way, it's a thrill, I guess. Yes, yes. And, and this, some part of it is an exciting thrill. It's like a ride, your roller coaster. You can go up, you go down. But that's different. I mean, yeah, it, that's it, different. It, it, for it's, sure. a, it's a quick th- uh, thrill. I, I'm not really crazy about those thrills. No, me neither. <laughs> but but <laughs> if that's what turns you on, that's great. They, I mean, that. Halloween, they have these haunted houses and you go through these spooky things and these horrible, scary movies that some people get addicted to. Um, Chainsaw Massacre or whatever it is. I know. And these really scary, frightening things. I mean, 
some people get a kick out of that and not my thing, but uh, it's, but I guess we get addicted to being frightened or fear. And it starts very early. It starts very early in life. I guess we're picking up the vibration maybe from our parents, from their parents and it's cellular memory from way back when. So this is a perpetual continuation of part of the brain that is still in the primitive mindset that has not, what we have evolved to a more, um, we have a part of the brain that's more evolved, but it's not, we haven't, um, what should I say, conditioned or uh, cultivated is a better word. We haven't cultivated Mm. Mm -hmm. that part of the brain to make that the defaults. So that's why coaching is a continuous reminder of staying in the light, staying in w- what what feels good, staying in a positive, more uh, attractive mindset that is drawing good things into your life. That's why, as you said, those beautiful affirmations of "My life is wonderful today." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, 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 what's what wonderful thing is going to happen to me today? And I feel terrific. My health is super, super uh, good. And I am empowered and I feel so energetic. And saying those things over, that's why it's so important to have a coach to help you stay in that mindset because that default will always, it'll always go back to that until it's, it's cultured into that new uh, mindset. And it's never finished. You, we always have to work upstream to, well, it's not really going upstream, but we, it's, it's more of an, um, and I don't like the word effort too. It's just new. It's just a new way of doing it where we're so conditioned to, oh, the shoe's going to drop. Don't think too good because as, if things are going too good, something's going to happen. You know, Murphy's law. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, things are going too well, something's going to happen. So we're so conditioned to be fearful in that way, right? Oh, you know what, Monica? What I feel that's going on here, and it's very important to to be accountable and to notice how you are, how much of your time you're you're literally feeding yourself negativity. <laughs> yeah. And it appears to me, I, I really did question this, and I'd love to see if there's any other... I'm sure there is very uh, involved um, authority Mm. about what the heck is going on here where our information, the the way that we are informed Mm -hmm. through these sources, focus on the extreme side of fear Mm -hmm. so that it's way out of balance. Mm. Then you add in... Hollywood. And Hollywood (laughs) has, if you ask me, all you have to do is look at the lineup of, and there's only about, I don't know, 500 channels these days. We used to have like, I don't know, like three, three, and then it became six and it became nine. And it was all, you know, it was all lightweight stuff. But as it, as it has moved forward here, And I would, as a parent, it became very challenging. My heart goes out to parents these days because there is no other choices unless it's really well done. I don't know. Even the Disney stuff started to go into stuff that I was like, 
I don't like that, you know, and (laughs) the influence on these young minds, they certainly know, come on, the study of the whole thing and what's going to attract whatever demographic they're targeting. Yeah. But I watched it and, and then you throw in the video games, this overabundance of literally feeding the, the mind extreme it went from like some scary stuff like we were brought up on the scariest movie i probably saw was either psycho or um or uh what was the movie with the um um oh my gosh my mind is a blank you know she was possessed and the the by the devil and Mm. Um, they had to come and exercise. The exorcist. Oh, the, the exorcist. exorcist. Yeah, the exorcist. yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a creepy. creepy. Scared the heck out of me. That's creepy. lightweight these days. They these show, they leave nothing to your imagination. Exactly. You exactly. are literally bombarded with the most horrific depiction of human behavior. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's distorted and demented. Horrible. And it's, it's, it's really over the top. And I started to have a difficult time with my, now my kids, my kids are certainly adults. And, you know, once they make their own decisions, they may, but they were, they were like young teenagers when mm-hmm. Hollywood started to cross the line, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. And then they had to have all those ratings and everything. So they're fear mongers and they're getting you at your deepest core. Mm-hmm. You're unsafe. You're not safe. Mm-hmm. You get people to think they're not safe. They'll do anything to feel safe. Oh. You know, and um, that's what I feel like it's kind of setting people up between the news and these yeah. shows that people yeah. get into see. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. of the depiction of what I know people have watched. I'm like, I watched. I, yeah. How do you watch that? It's it is so horrible. Horrible. The behavior is so horrible. But they their argument is we know it's not real. We know it's not real. There's like a line that. They can apparently, they think that they can keep active within their conscious awareness that it's not real. But what I know, and Deepak Chopra did, I remember him saying it, that Mm. it doesn't matter whether you think so or not. You're watching it and your cells, they can literally hook you up, your brain, and watch the response to all that violence. And it will set you up for fear. So they've set people up for being in a chronic state of fear, wouldn't you agree, Monica? So that there's no like discernment ability. You're just walking around in the state of fear. And then your the mind will pump out those kind of thoughts. And because of the the electrical pattern of a thought, it will attract one like it again and again and again. And it will start to go out of the movie that you watched into your life and start to convince you. I've even had this experience. I noticed this one time, Monica, because I live alone now. And there's a wonderful thing when you're with a big, strong man. (laughs) I'm just saying uh, that you just have this underlying, I am safe, right? Not that I feel like I'm not walking around feeling like that. You know, I just, uh, I don't have this in Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, like this unreasonable fear or anything, but I was watching something and it had a scary part. Mm -hmm. And at one point, I'm not kidding. My doorbell rang, which is really, really, (laughs) really weird. And I jumped, you know, and uh, you know what it is these days? 
my neighbor downstairs gets so many things delivered, oh, and especially with DoorDash and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dog jumped up and started barking, and I thought, I could feel the chemical response in my body. Sure, and I said, sure. see, that set me up for that. Because if oh. I had been watching comedy, right, I yeah. probably wouldn't have responded like that. But my mind went to, I'm in danger, mm. right? In an instant. You're not going to be able to interrupt that. You're not. But, and I don't watch any of, I don't watch the news. I don't watch anything scary. I don't, you know, I don't do any of that stuff. And I still have that response. So it it comes from a lifetime of of stuff. But I feel like this generation, especially, and even my own children, were brought up on it. They were literally, we had no control. They were at home. More channels came in. They were watching things. I would have said, don't watch it. You can't, as, as a matter of fact, you're not allowed, Right. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. And then they go to a friend's house and they watch it over there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They just do. They get a, a constant diet of this stuff. So the fear fantasy world, right, is very available. <laughs> it's just so, it's right there. It's going to be so accessible to you. That's why with Monica and I and our coaching is turn it off. Turn it off. Take, you know, take a break. Stop feeding the cells in your body negative frequencies because it will lead for you to be walking around and you could fall prey to a pattern of thinking that will make you think something's going to happen to you that will is so incredibly unlikely, <laughs> like living under a bridge because you're destitute or you've lost all your money or you're, you're going to be alone for the rest of your life or some other dialogue that's making your life miserable, right? Yeah, that's so interesting that you bring that up. It made me think, you know, about the Hollywood in the movies that they created. I mean, I remember watching when I was a kid, they had Chiller Theater. Oh, yes. But that was benign. Yes, it was. I, I mean, comparison to what, what, what the movies in um, that they have now, as you oh, said, yeah. nothing to the nothing left to the imagination, and it, and the video games too, the blood and the guts and the just just and how it really does trigger um, the, the brain cells to 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 because you you don't know your subconscious doesn't know what's real and what's not real right it just does not know and that does leave an imprint it, everything mm-hmm. that you watch everything that you eat everything that you it leaves imprints everything leaves an imprint we we have a part of the brain called the hippocampus mm-hmm. and it, it it stores more information than you can pause it's like the the supercomputer of information storage and we don't consciously remember those things, but it's in there. And when you bring that up, when the movies and how that really does stay in there, that, that fear factor, those, um, those, those fear fantasies, they're in there. So it's, it's like when you're, when you, there's an accident on the road, everybody has to slow down to kind of want to, want to get a peek. Yes. Why? Yes. Yeah. Why? Yeah, so why do we have to look? We can just uh, hopefully and bless the person that they're okay and move on. But why do we have to look? Why do we have to see? We we're we're addicted. We've become mm-hmm, addicted mm-hmm. to to watching fearful things. Let me see. Let me see what happens now. Uh, oh oh yeah this, yeah. You know, and then they t- when then they ask conversations about it. Did you hear about that? And oh my god, blah, 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 blah. and it's it's so it perpetuates and becomes real. 
So the fantasies will, whether it's a fantasy of what it is you do want, can come as real as the fantasies of those fears. So be careful what you are watching, what you're mm -hmm. reading, what you're downloading into your, because it's going into the subconscious. And can it become real? It, it can if you continuously feed, feed it, you know, so... Don't don't feed it. Stop it. Don't watch it. Turn it off. Uh, and 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 focus on what what feels good. And, and for sure, and, right? It's 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 yeah. it's it's a simple thing to do, but it's 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 having to catch it. And right there, and they say stop. Let, I'm not going to look at that. I'm going to look at what what feels good. And and it's directing the brain to make that the, the new default rather than the old default. So it's a continuing learning process and relearning and learning and learning and learning to to focus in and having the discipline of mind. Uh, and, and it's all about the discipline of mind. It's a mindset, making it a mindset to stay positive, to stay healthy, to stay wealthy to stay abundant, to stay happy, to stay prosperous, to say uh, all everything that's for our good. So w we don't get sucked into the, the fear fantasies. Yeah, you know, Monica, what you just explained was so crucial to understand that your subconscious mind does not know the difference. It doesn't. And if you keep, uh, you know, it's almost like... Uh, you're literally programming yourself. So yep. you're going to, you're downloading yep. these programs right. and it's not going to be discerning. It's not going to say, uh, we know that you don't really mean that you want to be afraid right now. Exactly. Or exactly. we know that you don't really mean that, you know, as you focus on what bad thing can happen for you that you don't really want it. Mm -hmm. It's literally taking it literal. So that's why also with little children, please mm. be careful what you mm. say, because it takes mm. you literally, they will think mm -hmm. if you say you're a very bad boy or a very bad girl, <laughs> they will believe it. So therefore be very careful, but uh, bringing it around to some, uh, you know, steps that you can take literal actions, you know, uh, in the, the, the actions that you do need to take to be accountable to your life and not blow it off as if it's not going to matter mm. in the long run, it will. Mm -hmm. So many of the diseases of today mm. are rooted in that frequency of mm. energy. Mm. So, you know, if you don't, if you think you're going to somehow or other, you know, it's just going to bypass you, mm -hmm. your, 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 your thinking needs to be corrected. So, you need to really take this seriously. And if you are a parent, really get in there and turn off some of the stuff because your kids are going to be maturing into life with patterns and habits of thinking and feeling that are the basis of beliefs and then the, the basis of what they actually think about mm -hmm. themselves mm -hmm. and the world. And it starts, it starts early on. So please be accountable to their well-being while they are under your roof mm. and be bold enough and brave enough. Some of these parents, I've watched them, they almost like they're scared of their kids or it has, it has now become <laughs> oh, the babysitter, boy. right? It mm. doesn't matter. doesn't matter what's showing on that screen anymore, mm. but yeah, it's very important. So, you know, proactively, yeah, start to diminish that and start to, to literally, uh, 
get involved with what you want more of in your life and train your mind to have that fantasy going on. Use your God-given imagination uh, to be able to fantasize about what would be really wonderful and give it more time and more of your energy because that's the only way things can change. And notice if you kind of also, you know, see if you are really drawn to some of these fear things as a, as a, uh, a way of uh, feeling in your life, right? It can be a replacement because, hey, it's better than feeling, you know, empty, maybe. Well, question why you feel empty and start filling it up with things that you can do in your life that's contributing to life. You know, that's why they're very concerned about, or some people are anyway, not the, the networks. They love it when you're binge watching. They love it that you're subscribing to these channels and you keep paying them to literally program your mind to be afraid, you know, and you got to, you know, get in there and start to take more uh, control over your life and what mm. you're viewing. This is mm. very, very important. Mm. So we know this. We certainly know it, you know, um, that the more you take a human being at the earliest age and sit them in front of any influence, it will believe that. It will. It's just the way we are designed here. The earlier, the better. So, you know, it does. But, you know, still, as doesn't matter the age that you are, you can be very influenced to be very afraid. And it is taking away from your life. And you need to get in there and take back your power and, and get into the seat of power and, and start to make better decisions because your choices are what's literally what becoming your life. So, so some of those things would be, to me, Monica, would be, you know, stop doing this stuff and start to replace it with, you know, a, a much higher, uh, you know, decision making, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the first thing I know you always recommend, and I, I think this would be a good thing to do, is when, when you are in fear, <clears throat> usually have shallow breaths. Your, yes. your breathing is yeah. extremely shallow. You're breathing from your chest area, and you almost hyperventilate when, when you're in fear. So, so, again, do those deep breaths. Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll calm the brain immediately and, and relax your body. So... Yeah, so that, that's number one. Yeah, number number one. Number one is the breath, especially when you're in that fearful st state of mind is to just take a couple of nice, deep, um, healthy breaths from from the um, abdomen and and to relax and to, to soothe yourself and, and say a few things like everything and everything in my life is calm right now. I, I am safe. Uh -huh. I, I am yeah. in a good place right now. It's okay. And realize that um, uh, they, they say, if God is for me, who or what can be against me? I mean, just say some affirmations. You might not, you, you don't have to say yeah. God, but say something like the universe is for me. Uh, everything is for me right now. So whatever your language is and believing in a higher, higher being, uh, just go out in nature and just observe. Don't it's, get out of the, see if you can get out of a judgment mindset to say this is bad or good and just relax, calm yourself down, go into a calming 
mm-hmm. uh, uh, a place where there's not much noise and you can, I, I love aromatherapy. So orange, the smell of oh, orange yep, is, yep. is so uplifting and it just makes, put a smile in my face when I just smell orange, you know, it's, it's so, so refreshing. Um, so anything like that, that, that just lightens the load a little bit. Good music, maybe some classical music. Vivaldi is, is uh, just such a peaceful, it's such a good vibration. Um, you might not listen to classical music, but it, it, it is very, very soothing. And there's the studies with, with um, pregnant mothers and playing classical music with, uh, to, to that uh, baby inside of you. And um, it calms you down. So these relaxing things are very, very uh, vital to understand, to bring that fear fantasy out mm-hmm. of the way. So the soothing, calm, uh, higher vibrations can come in of love. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that was beautiful, Monica. And it's so true. Like, don't blow it off and go, ah, you know, this doesn't pertain to me and you know, nothing wrong with me doing what, you know, uh, you know, watching that, that much uh, negativity. It's not true. And, or, or if it's also that you're in, um, you know, in, in conditions where I know this can be tricky because you might not have the ability or the freedom to um, step away from negative circumstances in your home or Mm -hmm. your job right away. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. having deep relaxation techniques that's right will help you to be able to get through those experiences mm. and you will have the sensation that you're going to be okay that's right if you don't feel like you're going to be okay that was one of the things that i learned too is right now i am okay exactly even exactly. if you do have something coming up that isn't Right now, I am okay is a message you must send to your nervous system. Mm -hmm. But you need to breathe first and get relaxed before you can say that to yourself. And it will be, um, you know, received. Because you can't be in that fight, flight, freeze, you know, freaked out mind and say words like that. So deep relaxation, breath, um, you know, doing the things that we recommend to write out how you're feeling right now. I am so afraid that something, this this thing will happen Mm. and question it. Is Mm -hmm. it true? Mm. Is it true? Right. And get involved with it the way that we're talking so that you can feel a little bit better and a little bit less in that state of fear where fantasy is so available to you and uh, like we said, the, the long-term effect can be the breakdown of this body or the breakdown of your mind mentally. And then you need, you know, you go when it, you really can prevent that from happening with some simple techniques like what we share every single time we have an episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, so do it because the long-term effect, it's going to be sustainable. You want something that's going to sustain you. Yeah. And so deep breathing, put your hand on your heart, write out your feelings, question your thoughts. Mm. Don't believe all of these fear-based thoughts that most of them don't come true. That's proven. If you need help, ask for help. 
ask exactly. for help. Yeah. So this is a good place to say yeah. uh, how you can reach out to us as we're coming to the end so that you can, um, you know, feel like you have some support and we're not belittling some of these things that, you know, you might imagine and they're really far out, like the woman thinking she was going to end up under the bridge, which was not going to happen to her. You know what I mean? That's cuckoo. So um, it was so far-fetched, right? She was thinking of far but She wasn't even close to anything like that, right? That's what we're talking about. So, you know, we highly, highly recommend that you take advantage of what we have to offer. So, Monica... <laughs> yeah. let everybody know yeah so you can reach out to me on my website uh, monica bennett.biz that's bennett with two n's two t's and you can uh, uh, just uh, look at my schedule and book a, a consultation there for and see if it's a good match for you uh, you can go to my email and email me if you'd like at mb monica bennett biz and uh, my book if you'd like to read all about my fear fantasies that i went through <laughs> and overcame yeah on how may i dot net great 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 and you can find me at KathleenMartinCoaching.com. That's with the letter K, KathleenMartinCoaching.com. Again, the same thing. Just reach out on our forums there uh, and set up these discovery sessions to mm-hmm. see what life coaching can do for you. And you can also visit our Facebook page at Life Coach mm-hmm. Podcast. And we upload those, uh, every one of these episodes and you know other resources there. And please do share. It's always very beneficial Mm -hmm. um, to share. We're on all the podcast apps now and Spotify and, Mm -hmm. you know, you can, you can find us. We're uh, offering up a lot of really valuable coaching tools and techniques and processes that are proven to help you Mm -hmm. and share it with your friends. You probably know somebody who could use some of this uh, coaching conversation, right? So So once again, a really powerful conversation about those fear fantasies. Don't let them ruin your life. Your life is precious. Uh, Really get in there. You know, you are in, you are the one. You are at the center of your life. Mm. Don't let the outside world control you, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, this is how we create the life that we want. More and more and more, right? Yeah, yep. It's all, it's all a mindset. So let's, let's. Make that uh, priority in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Monica, until the next one. Take care, Kathleen. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.